I like to have like intense conversations and I felt like I was, I would get into these intense conversations and I get friend zoned and like, I don't know what about me like makes you want to cry and miss your ex. And like, that's a tough <laughs> pill to swallow. Um, but I like to think it's cause you know, you can open up to me. I don't know. <laughs> episode of girls gotta eat welcome back <laughs> wow it's so low energy sorry it's it's yeah. cold in new york when was it to become fall again <laughs> such a hot take I'm walking around in all black just want to like smoke cigarettes and sit inside alone and smoke cigs inside <laughs> no i would never do that Okay, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash gg. So you know if you listen to the show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GGE. We have a super fun episode today. We have Kate Kennedy from Be There in Five. She's our new friend. She came from Chicago to record with us. I mean, I'm sure she had other stuff to do while she was here, but she recorded with us and we're super excited to talk to her about relationship pressure and social media and dating patterns and all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, lots of her. fun hot takes on some some cool topics. I love her. Um, and Ashley has a new best friend now. <laughs> we're best friends. Um, all right. Well, we had two more stupid lives live shows last week in New York. If They're you guys so stupid. If you guys came out to the stupid live shows, we want to thank you for being a part of our stupid audience. Okay, so the very first thing I have to talk about for our shows were we opened them with Beachella in Brooklyn. So we opened them with these dancers from the dance studio Banana Skirt here in New York City. Byron Freeman, he led with all these other backup dancers from the actual studio, opened with full-blown everybody mad dance sequence from Beachella into Crazy in Love, into the Before I Let Go Challenge. It was insane. I mean, he was so epic. He came out by himself and just the dance he did all on his own. People were like losing their minds yes. and then 10 dancers filled <laughs> yes. the stage. I can't stop watching the video. I like cry every time I watch it. Uh, people went crazy. I went crazy. I'm, I'm actually jealous of everybody that got to watch it. 
Right. We were like trying to watch from backstage, like peeking around. It is on, it's in full on my Instagram, Ash S. You know, if you're not following me, go ahead. Um, but anyway, he was insane. He's also a singer. He's a, he's a single out right now called Relax by Retreat. And he's great. Also, okay, Banana Skirt. This is his dance studio here in New York City. Pop star inspired fitness dance, but choreography. It's not just like dance cardio. You're learning the routines to Beyonce, Britney, whatever. They did the Before I Let Go challenge and Beyonce had it on our Instagram story. What? Beyonce just put them on her Instagram story like yesterday. So we have something in common with Beyonce. Yes. Well, so Byron posted it and I thought they had put, I thought Beyonce had put our thing on her. I was like, if Beyonce put our video from our show on her story, but it wasn't. Can you imagine all of a sudden you had like, you'd have a million followers. It was them doing like a flash mob, but we really, we love them. You guys, this isn't an ad. We just want to promote this dance studio. They're so incredible. You can learn all these dances. You can take classes here in New York city, banana skirt. I think the website's bananaskirt.net. But anyway, we just, we asked them to give us a code so you guys can try it out. So 50% off your first three classes with code girls got a dance. Obviously that's the code. Um, and just, yeah, if you're really interested in learning the choreography and going to these amazing classes, Byron is an instructor there. He was the guy that opened our show and you can take them there. Um, again, it's banana skirt. It's awesome. And uh, yeah, Beyonce is a fan of them too. So it's insane. The before I look a challenge is my favorite. It was, I can't get over how incredible it was. I'm sorry that you guys, um, I'm sorry, that no, sorry if you missed it. Yeah. I'm sorry if you missed it. That's <laughs> I'm sorry that I missed it. <laughs> um, and, and then we had a couple of really cool guests. We had Mateo Lane and Andrew Collin who have both been guests on our show. Super funny comedians and super unique they I think just brought so much to it so we're really excited they could be a part of it and we had a special guest on Wednesday night Dewey uh, Dew Hess came to Brooklyn we had Dewey on stage for his debut uh, sorry to people who came on Monday and missed him he just didn't want to go to Brooklyn he was just like <laughs> I'm not going no we had to be there super early so I couldn't really bring him but we brought him Wednesday he did great he, he like sat on command for the first time in his life. Crazy. No, I'm just kidding. He was so like good and quiet. He was so great. Out. He looked beautiful. He just walked around the stage by himself. Didn't need any help. You just let him go. I know. I felt like I was like in best in show. I was like, here's Dewey. <laughs> He's a rescue mutt, 11 years old, 80 pounds, Pyrenees rough collie mix. And they checked his teeth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he did great. Yeah, he did great. He's a star. Um, but whatever. I know that we talk about these shows, but I think that they're so much fun and yeah. they're such an epic experience. Um, for you guys to be a part of it. We love being a part of it with you guys. Um, with that being said, we yes. are announcing some more live shows finally um, for you guys. So um, this summer in July, I'm going to announce the first one and then okay. you can do the other ones. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, really psyched to announce that we are going to be doing our first casino. Mm-hmm. So we'll be at Caesars Palace in Atlantic City yes. on July 12th. It's a Friday night. Come with all your friends. Do a big girls night. Girls trip down to Atlantic City. I cannot wait to be at this casino. Dress slutty. We're going to be this slutty. This is the sluttiest I'm ever going to look. Uh, Hervé Leger dresses. <laughs> yeah, Hervé Leger. No panties. <laughs> I mean, I've never worn an undergarment to a show yet, except one time I wore Spanx. But yeah, this is going to be slutty girls trip, bachelorette trip, casino. Like, I don't even know if we'll ever do a casino again. I mean, if we went to Vegas, but like Caesars Palace in Atlantic City, we're going to blow it out uh, Friday, July 12th, right after my birthday. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait. Um, I'm so, this might be the show I'm the most amped about. Okay. So we need to tell you guys about these tickets. Um, They're like on presale. We don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> never had to do a pre-sale I don't, before. Well, I don't understand what pre-sale means. They're on sale. They're on sale. All right. I'm sure we can't really bash this. Okay. But guys, we don't know what's going on. The tickets are going to be on sale. If you're listening to us on Monday, the 6th, the tickets are going to be on sale 
on pre-sale Tuesday, May 7th, tomorrow, if you're listening on Monday, starting at 10 a.m. I don't know. The... Whatever this means, you can buy them tomorrow. They're They're, on sale. And the code is snackheads. (laughs) So S-N-A-C-K-H-E-A-D-S. Snackheads. Go to we'll have the link on our website. website. And we'll have the code on our website. And we'll have the code on our website. So but if you are listening to this fresh out the gate Monday morning, they will not start being on sale till tomorrow, Tuesday at 10 a.m. They will be totally on sale. No pre-sale code needed to the public this Friday. They just want to know that you really want it. You know, like they want to make it as complicated as possible. So. I don't know. I just, I've never understood pre-sale. It basically means there's like people that are VIP ticket holders, people that are VIPs of the hotel, the an Amex VIPs, and they want to offer like, that stuff yeah. to first for the code. Okay. So, right. So you just need a code. So snackheads it is. Again, that we'll have this on the website. So AC tickets pre-sale this week, whatever that means. Um, And then (laughs) we are going to Phoenix, July 14th, Denver, July 16th, and Salt Lake City, July 18th. I have never been to Salt Lake or Phoenix. I am so excited. I'm so excited. I feel like the men are going to be so hot. I have a couple things to say about this tour. (laughs) We slipped and said Denver last week. And all week we've been getting, Raina said something about Denver because we knew we had the show. We just hadn't announced it yet. So we got messages from you guys all week long. Of, I heard you say Denver. I heard you say Denver. So yeah, Denver. I thought about this last night. I was laying in bed. I got so angry. I used to have a Phoenix Sun starter jacket and it was orange and purple. I've got it because the colors. What do I know about yeah. basketball? Yeah, we, no, we all know. Same. I don't know a lot about yeah. basketball. So Phoenix Sun's starter jacket back in like middle school. And a years ago, I was like, oh, I could really use that because they like came back. It's so cool and vintage. And I called my mom and she's like, oh no, we took all this to Goodwill. I almost like cut her. <laughs> I was so mad. Can you imagine just ro- rolling out in Phoenix with an old school Phoenix Sun starter jacket no, on she stage? Really, she really fucked us. I know. Well, somebody has time. If somebody has one... Yeah, hope they bring it for you. Just bring it. Let me wear it on stage to bring me back to my middle school roots. I'm yes. so mad at my mom right now. Ugh, I'm glad. Okay, I'm glad that we're saying things, making announcements because if you're coming to the Denver show, please bring me CBD oil, a case of it. I just, I'm a little worried about how you're going to bring all Ask that. Ask me for drugs? No, oh. no, no. How you like? People are going to bring it, and you're not going to know what to do with. It. You're going to like. You can put it in your suitcase. Cases and cases. Yeah, as many. I'll figure out a way. Nobody's going to bring me cases of THC CBD oil, right. but if you do, I'll figure out a way to get it home. I'll ship it to myself. <laughs> And Salt Lake City, I know nothing really about it. Utah is beautiful. We're going to get so many cute nature pics. Ugh, actually might make me go on a hike. I think the alcohol is regulated there. What does that mean? I don't know. Someone told me the alcohol is like regulated. So like people, I don't know. I'm sure our fans will still be lit. They're always drunk. <laughs> the drunkest fans ever. I love it so much. Everybody at the meet and greet is so drunk. Yeah, it's by like the end of summer. The show. I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyways, you guys are probably saying, what about all these other cities like Pittsburgh and Toronto and Columbus and Cleveland, Minneapolis, et cetera. I promise you, we promise you, um, we are working on deals for every one of those cities. We're going to announce all of them super soon. Uh, so we know that we owe you, especially those in Canada and the Midwest. We promise it is top of our list. It is the next stuff that we will announce. We promise. Yes. Coming soon. Announcing in Canada, then we're going to be announcing the Midwest, then we're going to be announcing the Southeast. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't guys, wait. There's one city in particular that people we've never even mentioned and we're doing it. You guys are going to be excited. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Can't. We have like a little Southeast tour in the fall. I'm going to freak out. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, we're working on all of it and we love you all. We can't wait to meet you. Um, okay. You, you have a DM that you want to read. Okay. So someone DM'd us. I think he emailed or he DM'd you, me, and Girl Scout. Yes, he, yes. He, he DM'd me personally. Right, and me personally. So this one is the one I got personally, but this also came through to Girl Scout E2. 
Ashley, how are you? Listen, my girlfriend wants me to try to sleep with you and Raina in the hopes that you'll love me and then invite me on the show. I said that she wouldn't want me to do that, but she said it would be great content. I can't argue against good content. Anyways, let me know if you're interested. Feel free to DM her as well and gave me her handle. So I saw this come through immediately. I, I screenshotted it. I sent it to you. I think it was too late at night. You weren't, you were already sleeping. 1130. You weren't, you weren't paying attention to my pull, text. I'd already pulled up the porn. And then I see it got unsent. And I'm like, well, too late. I already screenshotted it, but he unsent it on Instagram. And the new one came through five minutes later, revised. Hi, Rain and Ashley. Psycho or power move? My girlfriend loves your podcast so much that she literally wanted me to DM you both in the hopes that one of you would fall in love with me so that I could introduce her to you both. She said that if you guys liked me, she would gladly hand me over just so she could befriend you guys. Not sure how to feel about this one, so I'll just leave that there. I live in New York and would love to grab a drink if you both are down. So he went from, can I fuck you both, to maybe you'll have a crush on me, then maybe we could sleep together. Can we get a drink? What is going on here? Okay, I want to know. Okay, if I can be like a fly on the wall of any relationship it's that one like what conversation led down the path to having this conversation and then revising it yeah she's like oh you know maybe you went in kind of strong like you know out of the gate offering to have sex with them yeah maybe take it back and offer to date them yeah. <laughs> like what she couldn't just send us a dm and be like hey what's up we respond to all the dms it is so crazy like this was well thought out like we get we get lots of DMs that are like, hey, I want to be friends with you girls. I'm just shooting my shot. This is so crazy that she went through her man. And I got news for you. If I fuck your man, <laughs> we are probably not going to be friends <laughs> for a number of reasons. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you imagine fucking some guy and then being like, oh, I can't wait to befriend your girlfriend? It's so wild. I don't know. I thought that was funny. Would you do a threesome with them? No. What? I don't know these people. I just feel like, you know, the girl should be involved. Like, I'm not trying to be out here dating somebody like on a date with a dude who I know has a girlfriend that's just like, what, waiting in the wings? Yeah. <laughs> and that's she's like, been- and how did she make her other friends? Is she just like sending her boyfriend out here on missions I to like realize fuck girls? He, I think he's like kind of hot though. Oh, well that changes things. <laughs> you, you should have mentioned this up top. No, he's not bad looking. All right. Let me say, hold on. Let me just double check. Like, how does this girl make other friends? Do you think like her boyfriend, she's out here like fucking all these people so that she can have friends? Oh, never mind. He's private. It's hard to tell. Wait, he graduates and wait a minute. He hasn't graduated yet? No, it says his school and then 2018. <laughs> he just graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> or business school, but regardless, he's like 20. Oh tell me, my God. How old are you if you graduate business school or grad school, 25? Oh my God. <laughs> He's pretty hot. Let me see his little bubble. I cannot tell at all. Yeah. I just, I mean, but he's right around my age range. Just kidding. He's a little old for me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> believes you anymore. You don't like young guys. I have a huge range. Like the last person I slept with was um, nine years older than me. Yeah. Uh, and then the person before that... The serious relationships I've been in, people are younger than me. This is like a long-winded whatever. I'll fuck a 25-year-old is the point of the story. I don't know, though. I don't believe it. Well, you were trying to cite that doctor that was DMing you, and you were like 26. He's too young. I don't want to date somebody that's that's that much younger than me. I would fuck somebody that's that much younger. If I'm at a bar and I meet somebody, they're like oh, really right, cute. Right, we're right. flirting. We hit it off. Like We go home together. Like, fine, whatever. He wants to like fuck a geriatric. Like He can have me. <laughs> but like I'm not trying to date somebody that age. 
especially not one with a girlfriend. I know. I also just have to read you this other DM I got. This was this week. This from this dude. Hey, Ashley, I was scrolling through your pics and found out I'm really attracted to your long feet. <laughs> found out. I found out. Like, like he discovered that he's ever need a foot fetish via your Instagram. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just a big foot fetish. You have long feet. You have very pretty feet. My feet are great looking. They are, they're not even that excessively long. Like sometimes people will like say something. I wear nine and a half and I'm five ten. You know, like sometimes I wear nine, sometimes I wear ten. But they are long and skinny. I have a really high arch. Everything's totally proportionate. They're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everything else about Ashley. <laughs> Her feet are amazing. <laughs> but they're big. Her arches are excellent. They actually has the most excellent arches. Are you kidding me with these arches? That looks like your feet don't really look like that. This is a perfect foot. <laughs> <laughs> You're so self-impressed. Listen, my arches are very, very excellent. I can see Donald Trump like very, very excellent arches. You know what? I'm just, yeah, I have a good looking feet. I can get it from my mama. Great she hands took and your, feet. She took your starter jacket, but she gave you great feet. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're sure ready to start. <laughs> All right, guys. Today in the house studio with us and Dewey, we are really excited. We have an author, podcaster, and quote unquote unofficial, but she's pretty official, pop culture expert from Be There in Five. We have Kate Kennedy here. She is the author of a book called Twinkle Twinkle Social Media Star. So we're obviously going to talk about social media and all of your weird fucking behavior out there. Uh, so welcome to the studio. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. Did I do okay introing you? That was that was perfect. Good. Uh, the Twinkle Twinkle Social Media Star title is like tough on its own. I don't know what people think it is. I know. I'm proud of you for... For getting there, we're getting, getting there. It's yeah. a mouthful. It's it's not like a, a lullaby, guys. It's like a parody for adults. Just a heads, right? <laughs> don't buy it for your children. Yeah, yeah don't buy it for your children. Like people start Instagram accounts for their babies. Like, <laughs> well, like, yeah, like I make fun of baby it's influencers. Like one of the lines is, uh, "Darling, I'll get you some views. No need to find a scandal because while you were in the womb, I registered your handles." <laughs> oh, is it a rhyme? Yes, I, oh, got, I, I got, got little arm chills about that. Maybe yeah. I'll have a kid just so I can have a baby. Instagram. You know, there's babies out there that are verified, and we're not. I can't even. Uh, <laughs> so Stormy, I, does I Stormy have an account? Of course. <laughs> oh yeah, Stormy's wardrobe exceeds or no, my net just, worth. Who had? I don't think any of them do, but the other one, Rob's kid. They start oh, um, dream dream is dream verified. You know, I would think the hotels would have priority. Uh, <laughs> no, I bet you Chris could negotiate a deal. You're absolutely for right. Sure. Nobody cares about dream. Oh, I just like what uh, I forget honestly, about that. You're right. That Nobody cares about if it. I were Penelope, I'd be like, bow down to me. Like I am so much better is than Penelope you. Penelope the most important of all the kids. Penelope is an icon. <laughs> <laughs> she might be my fashion icon. I, the best the best thing is when Courtney hit her in the head with the car that, door. You know, I was just going to say that that like upped her stock. <laughs> that was so important. And like Mason's a little too old now. He's at that. He, he's the cute kid. Awkward age. But um, Penelope is Scott's best friend. Yes. Yeah, Scott's yeah. whole Instagram account is only yeah. Penelope. No, I was Mason. on it. Is Mason the OG? Is he the first? Mason's yeah. the OG. Mason's the one she pulled out of herself in the delivery room. That's right. Yeah. That was like a big TV moment. I still, I remember where I was like on nine 11 and when Courtney Kardashian pulled a baby out of her own womb. I'm more, I just think I, when she hit her in the head with the car doors, it's my favorite mother moment. They they made me want to have a kid. Is that bad? Like I was like, I think I'd be a funny mom. (laughs) They'd be like, well, you're abusive for one. You're like, no, I'm a prankster. (laughs) There's a 
different. I'm not a regular a mom. Joke. I'm a prankster mom. <laughs> it's a joke. Get it? <laughs> yeah. No, totally. I think uh, the dream is a little forgotten. Rain is forgotten. People don't know Chicago. rain's a girl or a boy. <laughs> Chicago West. Rough so, stuff. So anyway, so Sorry. circle back. Kate is from Chicago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I just have to give you a shout out. So I'm a fan of yours. I've been a fan for years, for probably five years. And then you, did you, I don't know, you DM'd us about our show. Yeah. I started listening to your podcast. Right. You and then I podcast. like, obviously every time I like something, I like stalk the shit out of what, like, I'm like, what do they do? What do they like? What yeah. do they know? Like, I need to know everything. And you followed me and I was like, Hey girl, like what's up? What's new? <laughs> and then we were like, come to our show in Chicago and you came yeah. and you like hung out with us in the green room afterwards. But I was just like, we're like double fangirling. Cause I'm like, really, I've followed you since you're Welcome, Matt Days. That's so Your nice. Do- doormat days. Oh, yeah. I forgot to introduce you as a construction worker, contractor. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. has a doormat I'm company. Con- I'm in concrete restoration. <laughs> no. I work in flooring. <laughs> that is so... Just, people are like, what, is, what does this bitch do? Well, I don't understand. Flooring's so hot right now. Um, no, I... Yeah, long story short, I uh, was paralyzed with fear that I was going to burn down my apartment. And I... I kept forgetting to turn my curling iron off and uh, would like go home. It was, was always off, but like Rachel Green burned down her place mm-hmm. with her curling iron. Yeah. Like, you know, you just never know. So I um, started a business called Be There in Five. Like I'll be there in five minutes. And it was centered on the welcome mat as a canvas in terms of seeing you on your way out instead of on your way in. And turn off your curling iron, turn off your straightener, took off, got 200,000 likes in a night. What? Painted a few thousand mats the first year, quit my job. And then I was having trouble with social media and wrote my book. Okay. So you, <laughs> you were like hand it's, doing these? Uh-huh. I still hand do a lot of them. What? Yeah. You don't have like a company that does it for I do. You? I have a manufacturer now. Okay. But I do like a lot of the custom work and some of the like, yeah, I, I keep a lot of it in house. Like a lot of the reason it's like more expensive is because it's handmade. And again, I don't want to own a flooring empire, <laughs> um, but I love it. It's like, I like working with my hands. I like the handmade aspect. So I've kind of like let go a lot of it, kept some of it and like kind of pursued other things on the side. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to talk about all the other things you do. And if you don't mind, how old are you? What's your relationship status? I am 31. I'm originally from Virginia. I live in Chicago now via New York. And uh, I met my husband here in New York and we're married. That's right. You told me the bar. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Sorry, but yes. Yeah. So I have lived there for like seven years, maybe. And yeah. I love it. So I, you met a man in New York and you married him. That doesn't did. happen. Well, yeah. Usually you, you have to go to Chicago and, and get him but and she bring him back him to Chicago. Doesn't matter. They met here. He lived in New York. He was a New York mm-hmm. guy. How long had he lived here? He had been here for two years. He worked on Wall Street. Maybe uh, he just wasn't during, fully infected. He's from Michigan. Okay. Yeah, but so, like he went to Wall Street. That it, that accelerates your infection. You married a New York finance guy. You're uh, the yeah, unicorn. But that they graduated in 2008. And like the height of misery, everything oh, was like crashing down he, around them so in the recession. Become like a millionaire. Yeah, his like college. entire desk was like yeah. eliminated. Oh, you got him on a low. Yeah, he yeah. was just lucky like, to have to, someone to, to get loved a, him. To get a humble like, banker is a true grab. Yeah, he was and, a humble that year. <laughs> if you didn't get your man in two thousand and eight, give it up. Sorry, sorry. I ladies. actually didn't. I actually didn't meet him till two thousand ten. <gasps> yeah, but he'd been beaten down pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yet. All these girls are out here like waiting for like the Great Depression to happen again so they can like get a man. <laughs> the overproduction of durable goods. Excited. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever go to Mason Dixon? It's a bar. Lower East Side. It's on like Rivington. It was a country western bar with a mechanical bowl. No. Um, that I was frequenting at the time because I'm from Virginia and I love like a sweet tea vodka. Nice. And back then it wasn't as ubiquitous. So yeah. I'd go there and just like 
watch Girls on the Bull because I'm obsessed with how hot chicks think they are on the bull. (laughs) 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 Like wearing their best halter top, boot cut jean, a chandelier earring, and they're just like, look at me. And they're body rolling. I am obsessed with it. (laughs) Like hobbies include going and watching girls ride mechanical bulls. I love drunk girls that think they're smoking hot. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite. But that's like, he started talking to me because I was, we, my friend While you were, were creepily like, leering yeah. at these girls. Yeah. You were watching other girls. He was watching you. Yeah. He was watching uh, me and this other girl were make, like going in so hard on these girls. He jokingly was like, are you in line? Because like clearly we weren't. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> You're in Manhattan. You're spending your time on the mechanical bowl. In the Lower East Side. It's not like it's in Midtown. Like it's not touristy. Right. I want to go. Right. I want to go for lunch one day. Like just speaking <laughs> you read the The bowl. joke is now I'd go to be ironic. Like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, at the ripe age of 23, 24, yeah. you know, it's like, what's the point? Right. Okay. okay. So he was like, are you in line? Yeah. And, and he then, was joking? Is that what he said? Like, yes, yeah. he was joking. Okay. He was like, you look like a fucking bitch. What's yeah, up? What's right, your story? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, had a, he had a clean side part, bought me a Bud Light. It was just true magic. It was um, <laughs> but what actually, what happened is that uh, my friend at the time, you know, artichoke pizza? Yeah. Yes. Every day I know artichoke pizza. Yeah. We were like obsessed well. with the like artichoke dip on a pizza that they're, they're like signature. And my friend at the time was dating somebody behind the counter. No joke. So we could skip the line. No. And he, we were talking about this and he was like, Are they oh my still God. together? No. <laughs> <laughs> it ended with a screaming match and he threw the thing of basil at the like pizza joint at like 2 a.m. They <laughs> broke like, up at Artichoke? Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> at two in the morning, I like peak busyness. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I cannot live. <laughs> you, you, you broke. You up guys with your don't point. understand like the line at Artichoke. It's the shame it's line. Forty five minutes long. Like breaking up with somebody at their work. Oh right. And then he the throws basil. A key ingredient. <laughs> What, it's better than throwing the dough at her. Can you imagine no, he just like true. balls up flour, a thing of dough? Like flower bombs are? <laughs> right. It, it, They're truly. like, we're running, we ran out of basil. He's like, I'm sorry about that, dude. My uh, girlfriend all, came in and she broke the connections, me. promoters I've known in my life. That was like the one I benefited from the most. Because <laughs> we cut the line every Friday and of Saturday. All the promoters, you know. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's all Someone's about like, I can know. get you guys in a marquee. You're yeah. like, we know a guy at Artichoke. It's fine. He was literally 19. <laughs> I would fuck a 19-year-old if I could skip the line in order to He took her out on a date to like, oh God, it was some like, I don't know. Um, and he was like, I hope I don't get carded because he wanted to like buy her wine. It was so sad. Oh, How old she was, were they? He Can't was 19. Her. We were like 23. I love your friend. What's her story? She, she's perfect. Is she married She's my now? best friend. I love her and she's engaged now. Um, this but sounds like something I would her do. Story she is, should have our show cater her wedding. Her story is so like integral to mine that like I just, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> sorry. Anyway. What the fuck are we talking about? Anyway. No, that, that honestly is, so the point being we hung out because he came with us to Artichoke because we could cut the line. Gotcha. Okay. And then so we walked home and then we sat in my hallway till 6 a.m. because I'm on high alert for a dateline situation and I don't <laughs> want people in my apartment. What? <laughs> no. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Sat in your hallway? What am I going to He's going to like murder me? Like, no. But if you go in the apartment, he might murder you? Yeah. I, somebody asked me this recently. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, the hallway, it's harder to murder somebody. I don't know. You could murder somebody in my hallway. But I feel like if I heard people talking in my hallway till 6 a.m., yeah, I'd be like, be get out of here. Yeah. Get out of town. But I also wouldn't go into the hallway. Like, I definitely would know bring them in your in the hallway. Home. I don't know. And like, I had roommates. And every time my roommates brought home randos, I was like, don't you care about my safety and well-being? <laughs> like, right. who is this person? 
Okay. We want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com plus GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I are obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh and they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. Okay. Thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20 and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. You had this guy, you're sitting in the hallway. Yeah. When I met my husband, I just was like, I don't know. We were like having fun, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to like hook somebody. Yeah. Like, and I, I was having fun with him and I thought he was handsome. And like, I had this, you know, when you get a weird vibe, like you'd met somebody before mm-hmm. not to be like weird, but I, I just was like, he felt what? comfortable. I felt comfortable yeah. and I did not feel comfortable with a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So we like just ha- talked for like five, six hours. Yeah. So what, uh, was it easy after that? Do you guys start dating? Yeah, but like, I mean, we probably weren't serious to like a good year and a half, two years in because I moved oh. to Chicago and then San Francisco and then without him. To Chicago without him. Oh, okay. And 
Yeah. I mean, we, since we've met, we've been together, but when you're that young, you're just kind of like, are we going to grow in parallel or are we going to grow apart? And I feel like that's kind of the thing is when you're, you meet when you're young, it's not always love at first sight, but I was like, I don't want to be without him ever. I couldn't really tell anybody what it was going to be. Right. But we, what I love about our relationship is like, we let it become what it was supposed to be. Not what we like we're forcing on it. Yeah. And I think like throughout it, people were maybe like, you know, when are you getting married? What's going on? What are you doing? And I like couldn't really answer them, but like we just wanted to be together. I mean, well, right. And we kind of wanted to talk about that too. Like, that's so annoying. Like, right. who who cares? Like, right. the pressure of also that's, that's other people's expectations, your relationship, not yours. Right. You know? Also, like, you were like, probably you were what, 26 when people started saying that shit to you? It's yeah. just like, I'm getting, I'm 26. Like, like I don't need to get married right now. Totally. And I think it's partially age, partially geographic. Like, um, like in Amy Schumer's stand-up, she said, like, in New York, if you're 41, you're like, oh, are you a teen bride? Like, <laughs> or like relax, don't get married. Um, and I was like, that's so Child true. Bride. Yeah. And because um, in Chicago, I think there's like a bit of a middle ground. Like most people I know in Virginia, where I'm from, are still Absolutely. Are married, have kids. Um, but yeah, I think like between years four through six, it changed from like, how's work? How's your life? How's Chicago? To like, when are you getting married? When are you getting engaged? And like, the, the, every, it's all anybody like wants to talk to you about all of a sudden. Who was talking to you about it? Was it like your parents or was it people of your generation, no, your friends? Who was parents. it? It was my friends and my boss. One time my boss, after Christmas break, from across the room, we had an open concept office. She held up her hand, looked at me and goes, oh. And she's like, you didn't uh, put a ring on it for Christmas? No. I'm, like, I'm quitting. In retrospect, I should have said something. that It was so inappropriate. And it, it, it made me look like pathetic. And it's so like, it furthers uh, issues in the workplace of like, oh, poor Kane. She wants to be engaged, but she's not. The people that are obsessed with being engaged, like there's probably something else going on there unless the, unless the whole goal is like really just want to have kids and start a family and I'm not judging there either. But if you're like so obsessed with being engaged, like you're probably a little insecure in your relationship that you need to like lock it down. Like I have yeah. so much uh, admiration for people that are just like, whatever, we're great. Don't worry about it. I, I just like, it, it's, I think like friends of people in serious relationships, just like, are they happy? Are they doing good? Like, why does it matter what milestone they're at? And I think it gets in people's heads as a problem. And then they will distance themselves or feel like the question is like looming. And the reality is like some people take time. Some people don't. Like some people just like, I don't know, need time. And I think there's so much advice and stuff is like projection of like stuff your mom told you or like Mm -hmm. it's stuff that's going on in your own own head. Selective about the advice you take. You're projecting your own shit. We got this email from a girl. It's a it's a totally different subject, but a long time ago, and she said that she and her man sleep in different rooms. Good and for that them. Her family like gives them so much shit about it. Her friends always say like, "This is so bizarre and weird." And she's like, "But we're happy, right?" And like, it makes me like the most uncomfortable thing is that other people make judgments about exactly. me. And like, I wrote her back, and I was like, "Fuck those people." Yeah, that, my parents cares? married forty years. They sleep in separate bedrooms. Well, I mean, it's like mine too. Like, what's wrong with omission? Like, why do people have to know that? Right. I don't know. I think my friends know most things about all my relationships, but like, I didn't ask for your. Just because I'm telling you doesn't mean I'm asking. Well, that's the yeah. trouble. You know? we almost have to weigh it. Like, if I, I'm gonna get opinions and judgment do I just like withhold the information if it's not like adding value to anything but yeah it's hard when you want to be like open with your friends yeah I just it's there's a weird shift between like years two and four of your relationship when it's like at the beginning it's like uh, what it could be it's like everybody loves an impractical love story like is he the one is it gonna happen and then it shifts to like everybody telling you how it should be like 
you should live together. You shouldn't live together. Yeah. You shouldn't live together for over a year. Why buy the cow? Like yeah. all of a sudden everybody was just like telling me what I should be doing. And I couldn't believe it. And since I didn't get engaged like year five, six, I honestly spent about three years fielding questions about my relationship. Oh and my I just God. feel very strongly about it. Yeah. When you guys got engaged, whose idea was it? His. So you did. I feel very strongly that you like can't pressure men into decisions. I feel so strongly about this. Um, my best friend, her mom told her this growing up and I think her mom's like the smartest person. And um, yeah, she also told her that. I just, I think I really agree with it. You just, I mean, you can't pressure anybody into a decision. Yeah. I, I, I'm such like a steamroller in so many ways, but like that was the one thing I wanted him to have. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing. But yeah. did you feel like... Did you really want to be engaged or were you? Yeah, I totally did. Like, but not, you weren't like freaking out about it. I wasn't it. freaking out, but like, I knew we were at that point and knew it was like looming. And I, of course I got impatient. We were like in Europe. My parents were there. He'd like tie his shoes. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I had manicures. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm, no, I'm normal. Like yeah. I, I wanted to be engaged, but like w- what my friends were all like, you know, shit or get off the pot. Like it was more of a, I feel like a lot of people give ultimatums and it's a lot of like that stuff when I just, I'm like, I don't want any, there's something so important and romantic to me about reaching your own conclusion based on our relationship alone and not because yeah. of something I had to tell you. Like I would think about that forever. Like I pressured him into yes. this. Like it would bother me. Right. Like this didn't feel real. Like the, it's, I think like Charlotte and Trey. Like yeah, a hundred percent. She was just like, so we should get married. And he was like, all righty. Right. And she oh, was like, I proposed to myself, <laughs> you know? But honestly, I think a lot of women really push guys into getting married and like that works for some people. But for me, I just couldn't live with myself feeling like the person was obligated to be there. So let me ask you this because I love that this we're sending this message, especially to women that may be like a couple years in and they're like, why won't you propose already? Mm-hmm. Like what what do you think? Again, I think it's great, but traditionally people think that's a long time. Yes. So what was his reason for like waiting, quote unquote? I'm making like all the air quotes if you guys can all see. The, all, the, all the air quotes. Um, I think we did, we had like our own stuff we wanted to pursue. Yeah. And he was in business school and working full time. I started a company. Mm-hmm. We just like had our own lives. And I honestly like think we just needed to be at a place where it was like, this is what we want. And I don't, it's kind of like intangible, but it wasn't anything like personal to me. I just think like everybody reaches that conclusion in their own time. Yeah. And it's really frustrating when you don't have like a map of what that's going to look like. And no, you shouldn't wait around forever. And if you don't have open communication about it, like, no, God, no. I don't by any means mean wait around for a guy and not like... Not know where you stand. Yeah, of where course. you stand. Yeah. Know where you stand, but like... I don't know. I just, it was really special to me to like kind of know it was coming, but not really know specifically. Yeah. And um, I think for him, he just, I don't know. We, he, we were both like pretty ambitious people on our own. And I think like, kind of like, I don't want to have kids till I feel successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes people have guardrails for like, I want to yeah. do this before this. Yeah. And I think he wanted to finish school and like, da da da. And we were yeah. young. And I, I honestly like, I've, my in my heart of hearts, I didn't care nearly as much as everybody around me did. I believe you. <laughs> that, that's what what's like. like so wild. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a power in knowing that like our relationship is solid and we are gonna be together and stay together. And I don't need to get engaged tomorrow. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Well, the joke is you get engaged and people are like when's the wedding, and then you get married and people are like when, when are you having kids? Right. It's like hold off as long as you can. Being engaged yeah. was this like glorious limbo where nobody's asking like. Very much. It's like, when's the wedding? Sure. Like, ask me my colors. I don't have colors. Yeah. Um, ask me my colors. I hate that. Um, but no, nobody's <laughs> bothering Blush you. Blush and bashful. What is that from? 
don't what know. What movie? Blush and Bashful. I've never heard of it before. Oh, no, it's from, it's from some, some like wedding, wedding, wedding planner adjacent movie. Yeah, yeah. No, wh- I'm wedding, sure J Lo is J Lo. Yeah, wedding planner or like Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. Yeah, Bride Wars. Okay, so I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable, but looks really luxury. Uh, So as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles, but the prices are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman. And it just passes the savings directly on to you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, your significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay, we want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life, one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I am obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh. And they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. We were kind of talking about this whole situation and I want to know, like, what do you feel like you learned throughout this whole marriage pressure engagement situation? I think I learned a lot about like friendships and kind of, I don't know. I think you live, breathe, die by the advice of your friends for so long. Like your friends have a much bigger role in your life. I think when you're younger and not that they don't when you're older, but it's less people and you, your own personal, your free will is like what carries more weight. Uh, for sure. Yeah. I, can, I know. I keep forgetting. Like you guys, like this was when you were like in your mid twenties. Yes. Like, yeah. Which is just, yeah, kind of crazy. Of course, everybody's just like breathing down right. your neck. I got married in 2017. So 
too. Like when you were 20, like 29. Yeah. Yeah. 29. Okay. I just think it's like the future goes on. Like women just have so many different paths than just being a wife. Yeah. And And especially there's just so many careers, even then like I couldn't even imagine when I was in college existed. Right. Um, that exists today. And so many people have all these paths. And so there's a million other paths you can take and being married by 30 and having three kids by 35 is not the path for everybody all the time. Right. It's not like right or wrong. Just like support people, ask them if they're happy, make sure it's all good. Right. And like, I, I just like, when we check up on each other, it should be so much less about why aren't you doing what I'm doing or what I think is yeah. right and more about like, how are you? What's right for you? What are your hopes, dreams, fears, regrets? Tell me everything and how you're like doing against those. Right. And I mean, also just like, let's not forget that like it's American culture that has that pressure. Like my cousin is with a guy and they live in Amsterdam. They have two children. I mean, she's American, but like, I don't think they're married. I mean, they've been together. I don't know. They have two children. Like, right. they're not. I think my best, my best guy friend from high school, Caleb. He moved to Prague, ended up with a Czech girl, two kids, and then they went and got married one weekend in Paris. Like, it was just kind of like things are different. It doesn't mean anything. It's this is like an American weird pressure right. situation of like, you've been. Oh my god, you've been together for two years. Where's the ring? Right. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> the, the second you do things to make other people happy, is you're the only one that loses. Yes. <laughs> I actually love that quote. I think that that's really great. I know. I love that. I, I think it's something we all learn a little late. Or like I did. I mean, you know, you want to make your parents and your friends and like everybody happy around you, but it's like, what do you want? I don't. We said the other day. I was- <laughs> <laughs> Ashley didn't even stutter at all. Ashley's we like, were- I text- let's be clear. I'm not me. My cousin, which I mean, I love my cousin and like, but this is, she's more normal than I am, but she went and wedding dress shopping and my mom was there and her mom was there and there's some other people there. And I was like, fuck if I care what anyone thinks what I'm going to wear. And I told my mom this. I was like, I don't give a fuck what you think about my wedding dress, mom, if I even get married and decide to wear a white dress. And she was like, Ashley, I'm going to be there. And so is your aunt Kathy. She like got mad. She was <laughs> oh, like, I was like, we're, I oh, we're not doing a whole say us to the dress situation, mom. This is crazy. People bring an entire entourage. People bring their dad to the bridal thing. Oh. I just can't, I couldn't tell you, I can't express to you how little I give a fuck of what anybody thinks I would wear on my wedding day. It, trying on wedding dresses <laughs> is literal torture. <laughs> I, I tried to, I found mine alone and then I was like, thank you. I'm going to buy it. And I went and bought it secondhand on like Poshmark in Australia. And like, you went I, alone. Of I course went you alone. Did. I love like, it. Um, I, when I went and looked for wedding dresses, I went to David's bridal on my lunch break with my friend Sophia. <laughs> you know, right? David's bridal. They were like, did you, they were like um, and who will you be bringing? And did you make an appointment? And I was like, "This, listen, Linda, this won't take long. Okay. I just need you to like pull like three or four things off the rack. I don't want to look like a fucking birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Like I, can you imagine me putting on a dress that I love, that I feel like is the one and anyone saying anything negative, the meltdown I would have. <laughs> Exactly. Because you cannot erase Get those Get the fuck out of here, mom. And Kathy, leave the room. Like, I can't. Yes. I don't care what you think. You know what? I'm going to be right there with Cindy and Kathy. And I'm pissed that you don't want us there. I restricted. I, I don't even show people photos on my phone because I showed two people, saw their faces, never yes, forgot them. Thank you. I already made my decision. I'm like, what? why am I showing you? It's so, so Also, true. how fun is it to go with like one of the girlfriends you both try on on the ugly dresses? <laughs> yeah. Just like, like a joke. You're just trying on the ugliest right. stuff. Just run a muck in David's, David's bridal. And to be clear, I know people get sensitive. I'm not knocking it at all. Like I watch, <laughs> I watch Say Yes the Dress. If you want to have your entourage there, that's great. It's just not for me because right. I'm a bitch, you know? I, I, I mean, the... the 
the concept of picking out your quote unquote dream dress in a denominator of dresses I would never wear. My dream dress isn't white. Like right. I look like Tilda, right? Like what's her name in uh, the the Ice Queen in Chronicles of Narnia? She's like very pale skin, blonde hair. Like I look god off. Oh like, right, because you're like fair. I'm so fair, and yeah. like I'm just like, why am I supposed to feel beautiful in this? And I hated everything. I tried on like eighty dresses. Like it was horrible. I'm gonna wear a red dress that just says the jig is up. Yeah, re- I'm, I'm wearing, wearing a red jumpsuit suit. from our Chicago show. <laughs> it was, was a fierce Thank jumpsuit. You. I, I bought it from Rent the Runway. You know, they're like option to buy. I'm like, click, click. Yes, I own this now. That it, There it is. Uh, I did this red slutty jumpsuit. I did that with a sweatshirt the other day and I have so many regrets. You bought it? <laughs> yeah, it's very fast. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're like, I just want to keep this. I want my four slots open. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I tell you something about this Chicago show? Yeah. Um, I don't like get out as much as I used to. And um, I woke up the next morning from your show and I found my phone in a snowbank outside of Home Goods. What? Oh, like, did you get wasted? Yes. <laughs> and I didn't even mean to. What? Yeah. Were you one of the ones doing coke in the bathroom? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody ever invites me. Yeah, seriously. People did a bunch of coke in the bathroom. Seriously? Nobody offered us. That is like <laughs> one of my... It's like, I don't want any, but like, I'd love to be included. Wait, I'm very happy to hear this. People like, get so lit at our I could, shows. The, ener- it is the energy was rowdy. <laughs> And I was like, and I don't even remember drinking that much. (laughs) You got roofied by another girl at our show. I'm like, I don't don't even know what I was doing. I like, but you know, it's like kind of like a solo cup does not a glass make. Yeah. It's like you drink like a bottle of wine and think it's one glass. (laughs) Yeah. I think they had huge pours. Oh, good for them. And I think like, I don't, I don't even know to be honest, but. It's also a thing of like, you wake up and you're like, why am I hungover? I only had eight drinks. Like yeah, you eight had a bottles lot of, of wine. Okay. People really were wasted. Your brother was blacked out. My brother, I've never seen him that drunk He before. crashed the meet and greet twice. Twice. <laughs> he said goodbye to us and then crashed it twice. Just completely forgot the second time that he had crashed it. He was like, I can't believe people wait in line to meet you. This is so stupid. He was just like laughing his ass off. You're like, okay. <laughs> there was one girl they had to like... They were like, she's not ready. Like she was she's, so wasted and that, that that they almost thought she was like suspicious because she was like, you know, just wobble. Her eyes oh. were closed. Like they, I think they like patted her down. I'm like, she's just wasted. I know uh-huh. what this feels like. But we got to the show. Uh, th- there's a restaurant and a bar in the venue. Right. We got to the show, what, oh. two and a half hours before the show? Three no, hours? Three hours before the and five there was, o'clock. There was people drinking just straight up liquor. Waiting. Like cups. just. What? We were like, yo, what? Chicago goes crazy. That, no, it was wild. And they, that was such a fun crowd and they were like so obsessed with you guys and it was so fun to watch. And I didn't realize I'd get caught up in the hysteria. <laughs> it was the dancers. They set the tone. <laughs> they really did. They were good. Yeah. I think this is a good time to get into the social media stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you, like, what do you love talking about in terms of social media and people's behavior? I have, well, I think that since I met my husband right when online dating was becoming a thing, I'm like really obsessed with like going through people like I Apple TV, AirPlay, like my sister's Bumble, oh Tinder, like we like go through it as a family. Yeah. <laughs> it's sociological to me. Like I just want to understand the psyche of somebody who's like, this is how I want to present myself to my future wife. Right. <laughs> and it's such garbage. And it's, yeah. it's, I'm fascinated with the photos people choose and I'm fascinated by people that link their Instagram to their dating profile mm-hmm. and what their nine block says about them. Right. Well, I mean, God bless them that do. Cause like that's. Do you like that? I, I love it because I can like dig deeper. Yeah. Cause I just am, I'm kind of at the point where I don't want to waste my time. So yeah. if I can get a little more information on you, 
then that's good for me. You know, like I can get a little more information on who you are as a person, decide if I really want to like spend a night to go out with you. Do you think it gives you more reasons to like... I would never link mine, let's be clear. Well, okay, that's Clearly what I was wondering. mine's not linked. I think it's a crazy choice. <laughs> uh, yes, it's, a, it's empir- yeah, empirically a crazy choice. Yeah. But it's, it, I love to have data. Yes, but I mean, also just... Guys are just so different. You know, yeah. like I would say nine out of 10 of the guys, and I'm talking exclusively about Hinge. It's really, I, I obviously you can link it on their apps, but I only use Hinge, but it's just not much anything. Like, you know, guys are just not the typical guy that's not a quote unquote influencer dude. It's just like, I don't know, there's a photo from some wedding. Here's a building. You know, they just, <laughs> there's nothing, you don't even get that much more information. Like I, it's more for me, can I see a little bit more of what you look like if I can't totally tell by the pictures? But like there's, guys are just... In general, and this day, this goes back to the pictures they use. They just don't get it, and they don't care. Right? Like the pictures that sometimes guys use in their profile. I'm like, this is a close up of the bottom quadrant of your face. Like this is <laughs> who took this? Like why? Right? Did you choose this? Right? Car selfie? I can't. Car no, no, I, I talk about car selfies more than I talk about my own family. Well, I'm looking at I that just, upholstery mirror like, selfie. <laughs> no one yeah. could take a picture of you. Why is there four other guys in this photo? Why is I, your I toilet seat open? Yes. Which? Wh- who is that girl in your photo? Photo. Right. Like, is this your ex girlfriend? You think that's like cool or cute or funny? No, right? Like group photos. Like, is this like a highlights magazine? Like, I don't want to have to search for you. Like, why? I cannot tell who was in this freaking photo. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the back of those? They were like, you have to spot the thing. Yeah, it was like a where's Waldo. Everyone, my sister, like swipes for it. it's just like twelve dudes, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And who are you? And it, it needs to be two of the person alone, one At of least. you in a hobby. And like, or you and like a pet but not or something. A fish, not a tiger. Tiger okay. sanctuaries. All right, maybe fish not. is fine. No more sedated tigers, guys. Seriously, the the sedated yes. tigers. I could not. Like, I was. Like, I'm not impressed by your trip to Thailand. And like that tiger's. This is that tiger's inhumane. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Have you ever been to a tiger sanctuary? It's one of the worst things you'll ever see in your life. If, if you could take that and think it was a good memory. Then you're Have you Satan. been to a tiger sanctuary? Accidentally. I love like the idea of being pretentious about a tiger sanctuary because you've been to one and know better. <laughs> As someone who spent time with tiger sanctuaries. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you know the good ones. Okay, so what happened is I was in Chiang Mai and I got into the flatbed of this guy's truck. I wanted to go to this nice, temple yes. and he was like, I'll take you. And I was like, this seems safe. So I went... And on the way back from this temple alone with this guy in his flatbed truck, he was like, do you want to just go to this other thing? I'll take you to. And I guess like all these tour guides basically are incentivized by all like the elephant sanctuaries and tigers to bring you to them. So he's like, this is fun. I'll just take you here. And yeah, I went there. It's just like tigers, like half alive. I don't, it makes me like want to vomit. But it makes, the photo makes it look like you're like in the wild, like having a great time with this tiger. But But really, I don't think it, I think it, that, I think, I, I don't know, but also we know this. A lot of people don't know that. Like, yeah, they're sedated. It's kind of sad. Right. Elephants are fine, I think. They like wash them and you have to do stuff with them. They're yeah, not, some, a lot of them are supposed to be better. Yeah. Like you get into the water, you play with them, you feed yeah. them, you so wash them. A lot of them can paint. Oh, yeah, I know. Have you ever seen the Yeah, I know. I was going to get that for a gift for somebody, yeah. In um, my apartment? I have an elephant an elephant painted painting. Painting. Really? I have an elephant painting that an elephant painted. Of of himself. Of an elephant. A self-portrait. I yes. That elephant Shut the fuck like, up. I hope he turns into like Elephant Banksy just for like your own asset. <laughs> they can paint anything. They can paint gardens. They can paint that's houses. Nuts. And that's like embarrassing because I can't I that. can't either. I yeah, I love that that elephant like painted its own selfie. So, okay. So you don't care. You don't think fish. You think fish are okay? I guess um, if you no, fish. Uh, well, okay. I'm from the South. So, so much fish though. Fish, <laughs> holding up a fish. Yeah. I think that is so much better than a deer. 
Oh, oh are you kidding me? Oh, oh God. You guys That's don't a, see these. You guys don't see these. Oh, not in New In Virginia, no. Tinder is like a cash slaughterhouse. It's like, uh, it's, it's hunting photos. I'm so serious. It's I'm not, horrible. I guess I don't know why I'm surprised. Like that's what they do. But I it's just like, yeah, uh-huh. a lot of people like hunt for sport and it's like normal. And, and women like, like it. Cause it's manly. I don't know. Like I am so, so not like a gun person. I, I don't like camo. I don't like any of that, but a lot of people do. Okay. I, I know. I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, well, so you're Jewish. So you'll understand this. Like Jews don't hunt or change tires or do anything uh, physical at all. Yeah, like I'm we would just, yeah. Ashley's more Jewish. So than like I am. what's a sexy quality to you? In a Jew making money. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like if you could just post your 401k, okay. just a photo So just of like that. a CPA like gets you going? No, I just want like a photo of your bank account statement. Oh, okay. And like okay, okay. Just assume you're applying for like an apartment, all the things that you would submit for that. Personal <laughs> reference letters. So like what kind of hobby would like be attractive? Counting money. <laughs> <laughs> Flying private. Well, like, like rich hobbies are golf and tennis. No, that's not for me. Um, I like... <laughs> You don't like have a type. You don't have a like physical hobbies. So you don't need a guy that has physical hobbies. I like people that like to travel and do the type of trips that like, like I don't want to lay on a beach. I want to like do like yeah, exploratory yeah. trips, but yeah. I don't want to hike either. Yeah. Ooh, hiking's the pits. I have a small <laughs> lane that you need to fit in, but when you fit in that lane, <laughs> I don't, I'm trying boy, to, let me tell you. I'm trying to think of even what pictures I do. Like I'm just, right, I'm just critical of everybody. I hate like, everybody. I, I mean, I like, I obviously like a dog. Yes, like a, a dog is good. I like yeah. skiing. I like skiing photos. I wouldn't ski, but I like oh. other people ski. Yeah, you could operate ski. I um, get on that train. Yeah. Hiking. I like hiking photos. Again, I would never hike, but I like when other people hike. That intimidates me. I'll tell you what I don't like. No, sh- like shirt off. No, like I don't need. I don't need yeah, to see no. your body. But I think guys appreciate a bikini pic on a girl. I like bike photos. Girls and guys. I like when girls are on bikes. I think it's really okay. cute. Really? It's not too sporty. But you don't it's want like, a guy. You don't want a guy at the a marathon finish line, right? Yeah, I want somebody who's just maybe like on a leisurely hike. Like you don't want ride. like an Iron Man. Yeah, no, God, like but no. arms up, like crossing the finish <laughs> line, or like your Run Club. I don't want that. Yeah, no. Raina hates a Run Club. True love is never making somebody go to a five k on a Saturday morning. Like that's terrible. Although I did sleep with this guy a few times, um, who was part of a Run Club, and we had sex in like one of the weirdest places I've had sex. Broad daylight. On a balcony, like overlook, like on oh, the, that guy, uh, like the Flatiron Building, like overlooking Madison yeah. Square Park, like fucked me on a balcony. Was that his apartment? Yeah, damn. Finance yeah. guy, Run Club. Yeah, you're like ordered run all cheeseburgers, you and we kept having sex. It was great. It was a great day. I mean, wh- like, why are you married to this guy? He's like a guy. delight. Terrible guy. Jewish, oh. Jewish New York finance guy. Oh, yeah. That's I, why I don't I'm mind. Running. I don't mind running. Just want to make it clear because we're shitting on everything. <laughs> I don't mind a runner. I don't need a. I don't want an Iron Man guy. <laughs> well, but I think he, I think tough mutter. Tough mother. <laughs> yeah, he's got his pit. Tough. He's got like a mouthful of mud. That's his picture. <laughs> crawling under barbed wire. You know. Oh, let me ask a question. Volunteer work pictures. Yes. How do we no, feel about no, this? Of course. Uh, of wait, course Habitat for Humanity pictures. Of course that's okay. lovely. Of course. Like you just what, why do you want to make everything. fun of this? I, I, no, I think not. Kate wants to. No, I feel right. it bubbling up in the room. <laughs> No, no, I'm going to do it first. I'm, I like it. I'm good with it. I think planting a tree. My sense of humor is picking like things apart and I don't want to be like too negative. <laughs> um, so, you know, I love a soup kitchen. <laughs> I do. I like, this that. is less about dating profiles and more just like it's, it is interesting when people upload like full 
like 115 photo albums of their mission trips. It's kind of like you had a lot of like, there's a, that's a lot of photos. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and I'm so happy for the work you're doing. And um, how did you do work in between all the photos? Yeah. So, sometimes it feels a little like that's, that gets a little bit weird, but I think if a guy is going period, that speaks volumes. And that's like a really good thing to, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Like sometimes it looks like you did this. So you could post about it on Instagram. At the end of the day, though, it's still volunteer work. You're still yeah. helping somebody. Right. That's so it's, why I do everything. Of all, of all crimes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Go one. ahead. You're st- if, you, if you're doing this for the gram, you're still doing it. So it's fine. But. I went and climbed the vessel the other day in New York just for an Instagram photo. What's the vessel? It's a new $200 million so project crazy. in New York City. It's just a statue and you have to climb it. You can't take the elevator. It's I'm, My friend Emily and I were like, we couldn't breathe. I don't exercise. So like, my, I can't believe my heart didn't give out. It's like climbing Machu Picchu. It's oh, yeah. another <laughs> picture. You see a lot of Machu Picchu. For me, above all, I just want to see what you fucking look like. Like guys, guys are so bad about this. Like we all know, as a rule, you were only as attractive as your least attractive photo. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, can I just see what you look like? I can't. I don't have a vibe at all. Right by these photos you chose. Oh, cool. The back of your head. What? Right. Oh, cool. The close up of your bottom left corner, your jaw. Cool. Like I, I can't see what you look like. And I think if you haven't dated somebody that takes mirror selfies or regular selfies, you've like trouble. I, I just like don't understand that kind of like. Yeah. I don't know a lot of men that take selfies. <laughs> right. I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know if like I, everybody's world is different, but I'm kind of like, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, no, but like you have friends, like nobody took yeah, any photos of you be, anyway. Yes. There needs to be like some group action. Yeah. I, I don't You've know. Never been to a wedding. But I do. I think it, I, I do understand it being like a tougher ask for a man to be like, Hey bro, do you mind taking a photo of me? <laughs> like it's even a little weird. Like I'm still getting more comfortable with, straight up asking people to take solo shots of me. I I do it. I let's be clear. Yeah. I gotta get those likes. But like I (laughs) guys, I can understand it being difficult. Oh yeah. I don't even know yeah, I don't know what to do with my arms. Like I it's difficult, but um (laughs) I think that I think they just have a lack of content. Yes. As you build their sister or their ex and they crop them out artfully (laughs) and then I'm like her arm is thin and I hate her. That arm is face tuned, and I can yeah. tell. And it's been smoothed. Right. And Her like, forehead if she's your smooth. sister, she's going to hate me. And if she's your ex, she's going to hate me. So I don't know which is worse. So basically, nothing. We don't like anything. <laughs> just kidding. Just, no, honestly, guys, like, I'm so hard on these photos because I don't need them. Like, so I just. Must be and nice. And like, Must be nice. No, but because my sister's on it and I love my sister so yeah. much, I'm just like, I just rage at these guys because I just, like, want the best for her. And I think, like, we just have too much fun tearing people apart on the Apple TV. But the reality is, people are people. And, like, it's cute that guys want to try so hard to yeah. like make themselves look good. Yeah. And I get that they, they're not going to have an optimal five photos. If you're not like, I don't have good, I don't have like headshots and good photos of myself. Like yeah. unless I'm in a group photo. It's true. Like we just have a lot of that stuff. I, I make sure I yeah. have that kind of content, but I also just have to say this, that there are, people and their social media presence like can be so different than what they are in person yeah. in, in a good way. As in like, I hate who you are on Instagram, yeah. but I really like you as a person. Mm-hmm. Like there was a guy I've liked recently that like, I, I mean, he makes me cringe on social media. It's but hard. Like, it's hard to look at, but he's, he's mm. so hot and he's, but like I, if I would have seen him on social media, I would have been like, no, absolutely not. He's fucking cheese ball. But like, I really like him in person. I liked him. Like I wanted to date him, you know, like I, I have a girlfriend that I'm just like, I cannot with her Instagram, but I'm like, love her in person. So yeah. I do have to say that I think people, not everybody, it's not easy for everybody. Not people don't work professionally in social media right. like the three of us do. So people just get, they, they write basic caps 
captions and they write stupid stuff, but like, it doesn't mean it defines who they are. And like, I've had to be better about that of being like, ew, that's so basic or that's so cheesy or that's not funny. And I'm like, that right. doesn't mean that's what they're like in person. And I right. think I need to just be better about that in general. Cause it happens to me all the time where I really don't like someone's social media persona and I love them in person. I agree. I feel like I had such a problem with like influencers just because I associated them with like bachelor cast offs that, you know, sold like fit tees and just like maximize their presence and which is fine. But when your entire fame is based off of going on a show for two episodes, it's like annoying for people that are like trying yeah. to get there. And, but now even I don't care because I've met so many cool people like through Instagram that mm-hmm. are like, uh, and I'm like, you're just like a person you're trying a to make a person. buck. And like, yeah. so am I. And like, who cares? And not everybody is like, has the gift of being witty with their words, right. you know? Like, it's, I don't it's, think it's, I'm it's, funny on Instagram. Like, I'm just not. Like, I think I'm a very funny person. My captions are not funny. I don't try. I don't make any effort. Okay. You well, know? I so, mean, so I'm saying, like, I'm yeah. giving credit to what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, I think if you read right. my captions, you wouldn't be like, this is a funny person. Yeah. <laughs> well, we want to also talk about just like couples on social media and like oh, relationships yeah, yeah. and things like that. We kind of talked about it a little bit with our very first male guest. Uh, James Crispy Shorts, but just like so reality, like social media versus reality, you know, and like things that are just like insane that people post with their significant others. Again, like wish I could do it, but I don't. So it's easy to criticize. Well, you with me all the time. Uh-huh. I think I, I think I hate on it, and I'll be totally honest. I probably would. I, to the extent, to I don't know. Like my general feeling is that the people that like really feel the need to amp up their relationship continuously on social media, every post, I think there's a little something going on behind the scenes. Yeah. That like there's a reason that you need to do it. Once in a while, fine. Right. You go to a wedding with your significant other and you say something beautiful about being yeah. with them or you're on a great trip or you just thank them or it's their birthday, whatever. But yeah. like, yeah, if it's like all the time, I'm always like, what is going on that you need this validation? There yeah. were two couples last year that did that so badly that... I was kind of like, I think something's up. And it was Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum and Anna Ferris and Chris mm, Pratt. Both who have broken up. Both broke up. And they both were like, love lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love. Like my husband, like they just were like quoting stuff that was so needless for like Valentine's day and stuff. And it seemed extra because it's like, we already know you're in love. Like we're good. And I think with celebrity couples, you have to remember, like, it's not for them. It's for their, like, persona. Yeah. I mean, I think with people, like, normal people, it's honestly, you can be, like, candid and just be, like, talking good about your spouse. Like, that's totally fine. Yeah. But with celebrities, I think it's the biggest red flag. When they go, yeah. When they start to gush. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think otherwise they're having fun. Right. And when they stop having fun and something's weird, they're, like, wanting to reassure the public. I think so, too. And I don't, I don't think that about everybody. I mean, I think when you're like really in love, like you do, that is all you care about. That is all you want yeah, to post about but you're on social like, media. This guy. Yeah. This you know guy. what I mean? You kind of like say things that are cutesy or you're not like doing full on like sonnets. Well, I would do it. Yeah. yeah. Of course I would. I just think unfortunately, like I think people should always know that like social media is not real. I know that like everybody should sort of know that, but like, I think we paint these pictures of our lives and our relationships as being so amazing and so yeah. perfect. And like, you know, it's all manufactured, all that stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I what even are- worry sometimes that like, I'm, I'm so like critical. Cause when people either stop posting about other people or over post about other people on my podcast, I'm like, Oh no, something's, something's going on. You can tell. But yeah. like, I never post about my own husband. Do you and post so at like, all or is he like absent from No, you? he's like always there. He's just like not in frame. No, I mean like, yeah. Do you, do you post it all about him though? Or is it just not on brand? Uh, <laughs> no, I love it. Like I, I just like 
he's like is a normal person that like has a private normal life and yeah. like works. So I just don't want to like drag him into it. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't mind. It's just kind of like, yeah. I, I like to separate church and state. Yeah, totally. Like, I, 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 he's blocked from my Instagram. Oh, what? what? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want him coming home and be like, do you really think people like care about Stormy Webster? Like, Wait. I don't want to talk about like what I post about all day. So. <laughs> you blocked your husband? Yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> is that weird? No, it's normal. <laughs> no, like we have the best relationship, but like, I almost think that like, I, when I started to have to use social media, like for my business, I had to be so like over the top on it. And for him, a person that doesn't really use it or understand it that much, if I am like not responding and I'm like slammed all day and I have like a chiclet Insta story of like 30 things I said, yes. I, I, you know what? I, I just don't want to talk about it. Wait, at home. that is amazing. What, do, you, do you think he has like a Finsta he's following you from? I was just no. going to ask that. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. He doesn't care. He's not like into it. Right. And I think that's why it works. And like, honestly, I, I, I block, <laughs> I block a lot of people um, because I think that what gets what prevents a lot of entrepreneurs and people like that want to create content. The biggest thing that gets in their head is people that know them. And I love my husband so much, but he's not my target market. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So amazing. Do you think your relationship is stronger? Because at the end of the day, he comes home and he has no idea what you did all day. You have something to talk about. I honestly, I love the separation. I really do. Like, okay. I don't want to live my life where like social media is at home and like he's in my videos and then people are like, where is he or what's he up to? Like, I just, I I think it's nice to like have our life separate from that life. And that life is very much still me, but it's me all day when nobody else is around but tugboat. Yeah. I, I love this. Meanwhile, I'm like checking my Instagram story to see if one specific person watched it this entire time. Um, well, don't get me wrong. I like, I'll make sure his like knee is in it. Yeah. I was like, still yeah, married. Yeah. So really quickly, cause you wrote this in your email and I just wanted to address it that you, before you met your husband, like every guy cheated on you and they were terrible, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> we want to make sure to bring up this yeah, terrible time stuff. in your life before you, we transition. Your, you wrote that like, you could have easily been like, all men are terrible. This is a pattern, but it wasn't. Oh, and yeah. And I love that you like to speak about patterns and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I just, that, well, because I think, you know, I've been, since I'm married, it's like, it's not like I forgot about all the t- like times I was dating and it was like terrible and it seemed thankless. And I, yeah, the five guys I dated before my husband all like were with other people, but like told me they didn't want girlfriends. Uh, and like, what? I mean, yeah, th- like w- one, a guy in college, like, broke up with me, said he didn't want a girlfriend, came back from Christmas break. He was dating my sorority sister. They sat in front of me in econ. And I was just like, this is cool. Like, <laughs> wow. Um, I know there's a Chick-fil-A on campus, but I didn't realize like, I like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, what am I doing? He like, it was so strange. And then, um, yeah, I just had like s- such a weird pattern of people friend zoning me or like the first guy I ever kissed in college. He like cried afterward because he missed his high school girlfriend. Oh it was like God. this. Trage- it was like, horrible, and people would like. Them- I, I wish you guys could see my face. This is so crazy. So oh, you, it was all bad for you. It was all bad. And the, I have this problem of like I um, will. I I like to have like intense conversations, and I felt like I was I would get into these intense conversations, and I get friend zoned, and like I don't know what about me like makes you want to cry and miss your ex, and like that's a tough <laughs> pill to swallow. Um, but I like to think it's because you know you can open up to me. I don't know because <laughs> I seem like a nice older like grandma. Yeah, yeah. So you're the girl that guys would date and go back to their ex. Yes, <laughs> truly. Oh uh, it, it's, I I had I, a guy cry in bed with me once. I after mean, sex. It's, it's, it's really really it's a shot to the ego. 
Yeah. And it's like, I'm glad you're comfortable around me, but, but I don't be think less. that's what I'm going for right now. Yeah. I just saw your dick. I don't really, <laughs> this is not the place for tears. Right. And so I, yeah, I just, um, I had several terrible situations and like right before I met my husband, I like found a, uh, it was at Christmas time and I found a receipt uh, for like David Yerman jewelry in this guy's like jacket. And oh. it was kind of like I was out in, I was in New York. I was like living my best life. I thought like dating was going to be different. It was like the exact same. Yeah. And I'm like, you are like stringing me along and you have somebody clearly you like better because we split at the tab at McDonald's last night. Like <laughs> oh and you're God. buying her like jewelry. jewelry. It, it was such a shot to the ego. But the point being, it's like, it's, it's, it's not personal. It has nothing to do with you. Those patterns don't exist. Like somebody taking a McDonald's on a date feels personal. Well, you know, artichoke was closed. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's a late night choice. <sighs> I can't wait for this to be over. So I can go to artichoke. <laughs> wait, stop. <laughs> Continue what you're saying. I like loved what you were saying. Um, no, it was just like the, uh, all you know is your own life and that's your sample size to project on what dating is and what relationships are. But the reality is it's not an adequate cross section of every human on the planet and every person's situation and everything's individualized and it's a numbers game. Like it's not romantic, but like I honestly think at a point you meet somebody and the timing's right Mm -hmm. and you get along well and you want the same things and like everything comes together and sometimes it's more spiritual than that. But like, I just think you kind of have to like keep at it. And I think sometimes bringing in the things that have happened to you in the past makes you a little bit like... It, it, it would make me react incorrectly to the next guy. Right. Cause yeah. I was over suspicious or like right. hypersensitive or whatever. And yeah. like, I was all those things with my now husband, but like, um, he got me. Yeah. Like it, it, it just was like, I, I did all these, all these equations trying to figure out like what the right thing was, but then like it's, you, you have chemistry, or you don't, mm-hmm. you get each other, or you don't. It's like, I just felt like understood. Yeah. And it was a lot less complicated when I didn't have to obsess over the mechanics of how I should be. Right. I like that you don't obsess over the sins of the last person. And like, I'm very similar where like, I've had some pretty bad things happen to me in relationships. People I really loved. So have you, so has everybody. And just because the last person did it doesn't mean the next one did. I'm not afraid to get engaged because the last person I got engaged to left me so terribly. I lived with somebody who cheated on me all the time. That doesn't mean that like, I'm afraid to let my other boyfriend Right. Go out, you know? And it doesn't mean you didn't validate the other person's fears. Like, I think that's the important part is like for your partner to not be insecure about you like having some of those experiences. It does, it's nothing against them, but also you not like projecting somebody else's behavior on them. Like, I think it's totally fair to feel that way, but um, you can't make somebody else the bad guy before they ever are. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was really well said. Great. Um, sadly, Kate has to leave us. I can't believe it, but she's going to leave. We've had a great hour with you, Kate, and we're going to say bye to you. And then guys stick around because we're going to do a fun new segment. Yes. We're introducing something new. But before we do that, um, Kate, if you could tell me where they can find you, the book, the podcast, your Instagram everywhere. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at be there in five F I V E, not the number. My podcast is also Be There in 5, be there in 5.com, be there in 5.etsy.com. I mean, if like that's like the name, you'll find it hopefully. Okay. And uh, yeah, this yeah. was so much fun. This is a lot of fun. We're really excited that you did this. this oh my great. Gosh, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and I am really excited to introduce a new segment. Yes. Um, we asked you guys for these really long time ago. <laughs> we had this idea. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley had this idea and then we were like, what do we do with this? Um, so we asked you to send us emails of how you knew it was real with yes. your significant other and we got flooded and then we never used them. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we were going to 
we use them. How did we start that? I don't know. How do we start asking for it? We put it on our Instagram story. I know, but did someone send a funny one? I feel like they always are prompted by like a funny listener. Yeah, I feel like all of our segments are probably p- prompted by your funny things. Okay. Um, but we got hundreds of messages. We got a lot of stuff involving food. Yeah, which I love this because we had Kate on, which who like I loved her so much. And I feel like a lot of that was revolved around artichoke pizza. So she <laughs> knew he was the... Like, I just am like, there's always food involved. So we're going to read some of these. Okay. You picked some really funny ones. Okay. Yeah, I have some good Do ones. Do you have an how I knew it was real for yourself? Oh, for myself? Okay, yeah. I thought of one for you. I'll, okay, I have to say this. A lot of the ones we got were about snacks and about being fucking wasted. So <laughs> I, I'm going to go take it way back to college. And this is a guy, I've, I talked about him a lot of times. We dated off and on for years, long distance. I knew it was real with him one night. It was the second night we ever hung out. I got totally blackout drunk, went over to his place. We were making out on his bed. And I think I was like being so just like all, I don't, I can't really remember. Bottom line, I think I rolled off the bed and then we ended up making out on the floor. And I think I like broke a CD case. Like I was probably just like a beach whale, like rolling around on the floor, so drunk. He had like papers out because it was finals week. Like I probably like knocked over his papers. I was like basically like a tornado in this guy's bedroom to the point where he's like, let's get in the shower. Like he had to like remove me from she the- She can't like, break anything else yes, in this apartment. We go in into the shower. shower and we ended up hooking up in the shower and flooded the bathroom. As in Jesus, like the, the bathroom, we there was water up to our ankles when I walked. Like they didn't get their deposit it back like we flooded his apartment we, like, we like, sorry they didn't hurricane get the, ashley they didn't get their deposit back because i mean they're about to move out too this is like graduation week my senior year at clemson so literally ruined this guy's whole bedroom flooded the apartment and then he had to drive me home because i had told him i had an 8 a.m exam, 8 a.m exam the next day had i not told him that earlier in the night i would have missed my exam so this guy luckily remembered it tucked it away drove me home put me into my bed i woke up for this exam the next day drove to this exam still drunk took the, took this exam still drunk wet hair from the shower same outfit from the night before fucking slutty jean skirt someone had to like hand me a pencil showed up with nothing took this probably got an a and I went to the pool with my girlfriends later that day and they were like, someone saw him. What, what, I don't I'm going to give him like a name. Um, Tom. My friend Kat goes, hey, Ashley, I saw Tom coming out of the business building. Like, the building was called Serene on the Clemson campus. I'm like, oh, that's over. They were like, what happened? I'm like, no, you don't even know. Last night I was a fucking disaster. I like ruined his bedroom. I broke a CD case. I was like messing up all his paper piles for studying, flooded the bathroom. It was a whole mess. He had to take, take me home, put me to bed. And they're like, oh, that yeah, that's bad. But I'd say that's over too. But instead he was like, she's the one. Literally called me within five minutes. Was like, hey, you want to go hang out the lake? Want to go jet skiing? We went jet skiing. Yeah, because he wanted to use someone else's body of water and uh, and equipment that you couldn't ruin. (laughs) I literally, he was like, called me. His friend had a jet ski on with Clemson. There's a lake. And he was like, do you want to go jet skiing? I'm like, excuse me? Did you mean to call me? I thought I was never going to hear from this guy again. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Last time he was like, I'm ready for the party. Like, I was like, how can you want to date me? How? What did the other girls in his life have to do that was so crazy? They must have been boring. And this just sounded like something he wanted to sign up Making for. Making out this dude rolled off his bed, broke something. He was like, I got to put her in the shower. You really dated yourself with his CD cases there. <laughs> <laughs> What's his CD? His MP3 player. <laughs> his iPod. <laughs> what about you? Oh, I have like a sweet one. I don't have like a... 
I was dating somebody for about six months and I was like fully in love with him. But like, I knew it was like real, real. We weren't going to spend Thanksgiving together. It was like our first Thanksgiving as a couple. We weren't going to spend it together. So he called my mom and asked her what I like for Thanksgiving, what all of her recipes are. And he made versions of green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, stuffing, made a turkey, made gravy, had two bottles of wine. I came home. He had made like, he had made all the dishes two days before Thanksgiving just so that we could have Thanksgiving together at home. What? Yeah, it was really no, sweet. No, uh Yeah, it was so sweet. Okay, well, just as we said, all the best ones have to do with food and being wasted. Yeah. Without oh, further ado, <laughs> you found some really good ones. You really did a lot of work for this segment. Okay, yes. I just sort of laid around on my back. Ready? Yes. Okay, I want you to start. Okay, so my how I knew it was real was when my current BF and I started dating. We went out with a couple of my friends. We've been dating for about a week at this point, and my friend kept buying me tequila shots. As the night went on, I got more and more hammered until I finally asked for the keys to his apartment that was around the corner at the time. He gave me his keys and kept trying to come with me, but I insisted that he stay and have fun. Well, he came home to me naked and a trail of puke from his bed to his bathroom and no. was definitely shocked. I woke up to it all cleaned up and him offering to get me some breakfast. We'll be together for four years in July. Oh my God. I just got chills. Why is that so romantic? To One me? cleaned up the puke. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I wouldn't clean up my own puke. He, they've been dating a week and this bitch gets tequila drunk, asked for the keys to his apartment to go throw up in his apartment. Right. Like she couldn't have just done it at her college apartment down the street. When he came home. She's naked puke everywhere. And he's like, I love this girl. You know what? She did it right though. She got naked. <laughs> And again, offer he offered to get her breakfast in the morning. Of course. I love that one so much. Um, I want it was just one sentence. What? <laughs> How I knew it was real. He still had sex with me the entire time I had seven weeks of mono. Okay. He so he got mono, clearly. <laughs> I think that just means that like nothing will stop a man from having sex with you. That's true. That doesn't mean they're in love with you. That just means that they are disgusting. He's like, I'll take this mono. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, this one's so good. Okay. Okay. My boyfriend and I started dating in college. We kept it pretty casual for the first couple months before we put a label on it, but I knew it was real after a drunken Thursday night out. We've been trying to get a hold of each other all night, but it just wasn't working. I blacked out and woke up to see I had called him 33 times. No! <laughs> So cringe. I thought for sure I'd sealed my fate and would be labeled psycho. Thankfully, he blacked out too, so it wasn't as bad. We both laughed it off and still joke about it occasionally. That's when I knew it was real. P.S. I never called him 33 times again. 33 30 times. Can you imagine a time in your life you've ever called him three times in a row? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my God, I love her. Do you have another one? Yeah, I have another one sentence, This is my bug. <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to end on a really sweet one. Okay. Oh, I have a, I do have a really sweet one also, okay. but I like the funny ones in okay. between. How I knew it was real. <laughs> he would take out slash put in my Nuva ring for me. <laughs> okay. All right. That is, that is sheer intimacy. I've had somebody put a Nuva ring in for me. Yeah. Th- Thanksgiving dinner guy. He loved me so much. You guys, I'm sorry. There's so many good ones of these. I'm going to do one more, but I have so many more I want to do. There's one about a bodysuit. Did you see that one? Who cares? I'm going to save the segment. Where am I going? This one's so sweet. My how I knew moment was early in our relationship. I'd stayed at his place one night and left my dog at my place like 10 minutes away. Well, I woke up really sick, just nauseous and crappy. I told him and said I was going to sleep a little bit longer and then go home to be with my dog. Well, when I woke up the second time, he had gone and gotten 
my dog made me pancakes in bed. To me, that was the kindest, simplest thing, but it showed me how much he cared not just for me, but for my dog as well. Ashley's crying. If a guy... To me, even when I'm, if I'm dating somebody and he like wakes up and offers to just even take Dewey out, it like warms my heart. It's like such a like act of service that I love. But the fact that she was sick and he was like, you know what? She, she wants to be with her dog. I'm going to go get her dog and bring him back. And then the pancakes. What a keeper. Okay. I have one more. I have one more. I have another one. Okay. I have a sweet one. Okay. Okay, You have a funny one. Do the funny one. Okay. I knew it was real when we were about a year into dating and he woke me up a little after midnight on a Wednesday night with Chick-fil-A nuggets and my favorite buffalo sauce. He said, I know you fell asleep, but I figured you want nuggets anyway. You can wake me up for nugs anytime. It's It's been six years since then and we get Chick-fil-A together every Monday night. We're getting married next May. Oh my God. Oh my God. Chick- Chick-fil-A. Yes. Come to Denver. Katie, we'll see you we'll on see July. We'll see you in Denver, girl. You and your nugs. Literally, if a guy wakes you up with nuggets, are you kidding me? Literally, it's like the best. I'll, I'll take that over. You have chills. You just check. I did. <laughs> Chick fil A nugs and Chick fil A sauce. Her favorite buffalo sauce. Okay. Uh, Katie in Denver, we'll see you soon and uh, bring us some nugs. I nug love, life. Nug I choose. The, you introduced me. In, you introduced me to that nug I life. I know. I didn't choose the nug life. The nug life chose me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. One more. One more. Okay. This is a sweet one. I'm really enjoying this game. Let's I knew you would. I just okay. have to wait you out. You're right. You're right. You're you right. I was like, it. I'm not feeling this. I don't want to hear about people's amazing relationships, but I kind of love this now. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been together for six months and dating officially for three. He was visiting me in Iowa for many Minneapolis for the last time before he moved to Washington State for a job. That's a lot of information. He said one of the hardest things about moving was not being able to easily come visit, specifically when I was having a hard time at my job. About three months later, I got really bad cold and texted him saying I didn't feel good and was upset about having to miss work. And all I wanted was soup to make my throat feel better. He texted me back, look under your bathroom sink, underneath the boxes of tissues, and then go look in the plastic bag in your pantry behind the paper towels. <laughs> Fucking scavenger hunt over here. During his last visit, he had hid emergency and NyQuil under my bathroom sink and ramen noodles in my pantry with a note that said, despite being thousands of miles away from you, what? I still wanted to be able to take care of you when you need me. No! I love you and I will always be there for you, even if it's only what? to get you medicine and no! a pack of ramen. <laughs> I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> what? Where are these guys? <laughs> Ashley and I are fully crying. Why am I crying at the NyQuil and the ramen? Because he left a note. It's so sweet. I know. Like, I just... Oh, I remember this one time <laughs> when I was really, some- really sick with my ex in 2016. And he didn't do anything. <laughs> And I called him crying and I called him crying from the urgent care and said, I'm throwing up blood in the parking lot of the urgent care on Ponce. I, he was like, I got to go to work. (laughs) I was in DC with my ex as a dinner with a friend and he had gone out to dinner also. And I had, if this has never happened in my life, I had this like, I turned funny and I had like a back spasm. I pulled my neck and I could not move. Like I've never been in pain like that before. Like you don't realize like how often you move your neck until you can't move your neck. And I had driven to the place I was at. So like I couldn't drive my car home. I didn't know what to do. So I like texted him. We were broken up at the time, by the way, but I was just there and um, you know, I had sex with him the day before. So, you know, you'd assume that they would help you. Right. Um, You think. Anyways, I was there and I was like, I can't move. I don't know what to do. Um, I have my car here. So I assumed that he would like take an Uber and like drive my car home. And he was like, yeah, I'm at dinner with my sister. So 
Okay. I was like, I don't know what, what is the logical conclusion I was supposed yeah. to divulge? You're going to come, right? And he's like, yeah, I just can't. I can't make it. This guy's out here leaving notes on ramen. I, yeah. Oh my God. It's so crazy. All right. I think we need one more. Yeah. But one? I feel like let's end it on. All right. I'll, fine. I'll just do this one. We'll see how it goes. I just feel like this is, you're going to, you're going to vibe with this one. Okay. okay. All right. So I've been dating my boyfriend for a little less than a year and I thought I I knew it was real when we said I love you, but that does not compare to the love and commitment that man showed me last weekend when he helped me button my bodysuit. <laughs> Let me explain. I'm 5'8", and I can rarely find a one-piece bodysuit that can stretch to the length my torso demands. Girl, I'm 5'10", I feel you. I shimmy into this tight bodysuit to find that the buttons are sitting at the top of my crack and the top of my vagina. I was laying on my bed, pulling it down like you pull up your tightest skinny jeans. He comes in and offers to help me button it <laughs> and still says I look hot as fuck after seeing me suck in everything to fit into this body suit he's the one i yes here's if a, also naked if you, right so here's snacks here's the thing if a man helps you into something like your skinny jeans or, or your you, body suit, or your nuva ring or your nuva ring <laughs> <laughs> marry that man <laughs> oh. just, i love this i like that you made me do this because i was not sure how this is gonna go and i love that love is still alive yes and we shit on men a lot and the terrible things they do but why not highlight some of the sweet things they do and i i will say if a, if a man's natural reaction is to take care of you when you're sick, fucking hold on to them because I do not think that comes so naturally to them because they're not naturally nurturers. So men, when they're sick, it is the end of the goddamn world. They get a cold, they're having sniffles and they act like it's the end of the world. They are crazy. so pathetic yes. when they're sick. I've never seen anything like it. They are so weak. It is so pathetic. And they want you to take care of them and wait on the hand and foot. When you get sick, they don't even want to have anything to do with you. <laughs> So if a man, I, I do think that if his natural reaction is to take care of, I mean, oh my gosh, hold on to him. You got to keep her. Oh, I love that we did this. All right, you win. You're right. This is a great idea. <laughs> okay. Um, guys, go to stupidliveshows.com and get tickets for Still View in Portland, Seattle, Denver, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, and Atlantic City, my favorite. Atlantic City, baby. We did it. All right. Lots of more shows coming soon. We promise. Oh, pre-sale codes, snack heads. <laughs> pre-sale. Uh, all that information will be on our website, yes. uh, stupidliveshows.com. Yes. Also, girlsgettypodcast.com, but just go to stupidliveshows.com. It's more fun. It's funny. And follow us on everything. Rate, review, nice reviews, please. We love you guys. You're so amazing. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Thank <laughs> you.